Hi, friends. It's Aislinn. And Joe. Welcome to season three at our dinner table. And nothing is off limits at our nope. dinner table. So settle in, mm. grab your favorite beverage. And pull up a chair. Because we have a lot to talk about. I got in the mood to do a stew when it was a little bit colder. Yeah, I like stew. It's a good time of year for that. I went to the grocery store on the way home to get potatoes and carrots. Mm -hmm. But I called you to say, what else do we have that we can put into this stew? And would you leave it, please, by the cutting board? <laughs> you came home to a big fat pile of I stuff. I came home to a big fat pile of stuff. <laughs> it's cooking right now. Good. In a little while, there's going to be two beeps. I don't want you to be alarmed by the first beep. The first beep just means that the Instant Pot is finished. Yum, yum. Ten minutes after that, you'll hear a second beep, and I'll have to excuse myself to finish cooking for a few minutes. Okay. This is a Dinner Table Talks first. Yeah. Live cooking. Yeah, that's fun. Speaking of that, welcome, you guys. Appreciate you all showing up at the dinner table again. Hello. There were radishes. Yeah, I'm harvesting a lot of radishes right now, and they're all like squirrely, like overgrown. And There were turnips. That turnip actually wasn't one of mine, but I'm going to harvest some tomorrow morning. There were a few pieces of okra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okra. Okra's good for it. There was a bag of greens. I said, are these greens? You said what? Are these greens? <laughs> yes. I'm going to put some in. That's good. They were mustard greens. Your parsley. Yeah. Lots of parsley right now. Lots and lots of parsley. What, were the, what are the long yellow peppers? Oh, those light green peppers or banana peppers. Uh -huh. I actually bought those at the farmer's market in Kyle, Texas. A poblano pepper. Yep. So all of that is in a stew right now. You did use my tomato? Yes. That big giant one? A big tomato. It was like stripey. I did not use the stripey. I figured you'd want to put that in a salad where it could really be seen. Actually, no. It was soft. I wanted you to oh, use it tonight. That's why well, I put I it up Well, I used the there. other one. That wasn't as soft. It was very soft. It was very soft? It, was, it made some juice. Okay. Well, those tomatoes in there need to be they cooked. They need to go. Hey, I'm ready to cook. <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm ready to cook. Goat curry what? This is why the episodes are longer than you want them to be. Goat curry's not on our piece of paper. You want to know why I haven't made goat curry? Because you're just not into goat curry I'm right now. I'm not into it. But I'm you talk it. a big game, buddy. But a I'm making big... it. Well, I don't know. It's a balance between how I felt then and how I felt now. Which one do I give all of the power to because of some kind of obligation? Goat curry felt good at the time. Goat curry's not feeling so great right now. Okay, whatever. I had three assignments this week. I liked two of them. This is the one I didn't like. This weirdo open-ended thing you did <laughs> about legit blood tests for allergies that you can do at home because the internet's changed everything about how we do wellness now. So here's what I've come up with. Ready? I'm doing a performance for you. Allergies affect a lot of people. More than 50 million in the United States alone. Higher, Great. higher, or lower than you thought it would be. Uh, yeah, that's not even true. That's not an accurate number. I thought There's this, no this way. is exactly how I thought this presentation was going to go. <laughs> when you visit an allergist or a dermatologist or whatever to diagnose an allergy, they use several types of analysis. Usually, though, it's the skin prick testing. This is when they scratch your skin yes. and then put drops of a yeah. concentrated yeah. and see if you can. And an immunoglobin E blood test, right? right. There's two different ways. Most at-home allergy tests use a small blood sample. Uh -huh. So when you order the kit, mm -hmm. you'll receive everything you need to take your little test, right? Yep. Then you send it in. It goes to a certified lab. The experts don't want you to take these blood tests at home. Of course they don't. Because then you don't have to go to the doctor. 
They also don't want you to buy cryptocurrency. Did you ever get allergy tested? Me? No. But I have allergies. I got allergies. And al- I have sensitivities. My parents tested me. Yeah. And they stab your back 50 times at one time with this thing. Yeah. And they drop, 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 drop. And I was allergic to so many things. Of course. Peanuts. Don't feed this child peanuts. But I had been, I think I ate a spoonful of peanut butter that morning. <laughs> but if you're going to do it at home, they want you to use one that takes a drop of blood, the lancet, all of that, to go with that route. Right. Did you, I answer your question? No, I wanted to know what the names of them were. Oh, that would have been so much easier. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> then both of us realized last week that we didn't know what sour cream exactly was. Right. This one I enjoyed researching. Sour cream is made when lactic acid producing bacteria is added to dairy cream, resulting in a slightly tart, thick substance. Yes. Fermentation to me is endlessly fascinating. It is. That's true. You can do anything with fermentation. And our bodies need it so much. Okay, here's, an, here's another question I have for you. Why is it that we all of a sudden decided that like Greek yogurt was healthier or using yogurt was healthier than sour cream? I can tell you why we do it convenient-wise. If you've got yogurt in your fridge, you can use it for anything. Are you adjusting unanswered questions to be more of a question and answer period during unanswered questions? <laughs> this is this when you throw out all of the questions that you've thought about during the week? No, 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 no. I haven't thought about any of these questions during the week. You certainly programmed me that way, that Greek yogurt was the yogurt. It is, but I'm like, I can't remember what the original intention of that was. Well, the internet's completely changed wellness, so I'll find out before next week. Exactly. Exactly. There's a thing in beer called milkshake IPAs. You know what an IPA is. A milkshake IPA is when it is made to resemble in flavor profile a milkshake. Mm -hmm. And the way that they cream it up The way that they make milk a portion of it, they use lactose as the sugar. Uh Uh-huh. The yeast is the fermenting agent. Uh Uh-huh. It's going to eat up that sugar and turn it into alcohol. Got it. If you're not creating an alcoholic beverage, if you're like sauerkraut, I texted your mom today, what's the fermenting agent in sauerkraut? Because your mom makes sauerkraut. Yeah. What's the fermenting agent in your pickled squash? Uh Uh-huh. The fermenting agent are natural bacteria that exist inside of the vegetables. Mm-hmm. Certain vegetables will do that. Certain, right. certain of them won't. You can pickle some without yeast and bacteria added because right. it's already there. So she just puts water in it? Water in and a lot of salt. salt. Yeah, yeah, salt. The bacteria is eating up natural sugars in the cabbage and it emits lactic acid. That yeah. same acid that they add to sour cream to make it a fermented product. Oh, interesting. Oh, we could do a whole episode on fermentation. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> And then last week, you had said that we went from 1 billion to 7 billion in 50 years. And then, and then I kind of like wavered on it years. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I got all the numbers. Okay, good. <laughs> the world population was estimated to have exceeded 7.9 billion as of November this year. Yes. I look at it now. I'm weird. Like, I look at the world count calendar. I'm like a weirdo like that. <laughs> However, we got here from that point to 1 billion people was 2 million years. So it took 2 million years to get from Adam and Eve Adam and Eve whatever you believe <laughs> yeah. to 1 billion people. How many people were there here when Jesus was here? I'm going to gong that. <laughs> right. Then it only took 200 years to get to 7 billion. So I had said from 1 billion to 7.9 billion was 50 years. Somehow I had gotten that in my head, right? But what you're saying is that it was actually 200 years. 
it took 33 years to get to 3 billion and then 14 and then 13 and then 12 and then 12. But what was 50 years? Because that's what I'm curious about. To get to 7 billion. So 50 years ago. 1970-ish. That was 4 billion. So we went from 4 to 7 in about 50 years. We've increased. That was my, that, because to me, I don't give a shit about any of the rest of that. All I care about is how much exponential expansion has happened in the last 50 years. 50 years, that's a lifetime. That's less than a lifetime. Four billion people is a lot yeah. of lives. Oh, yeah. A billion is a lot of lives. We don't know what a billion looks like. We don't see that. So to be able to fathom the amount of people that are on the planet now. 10 billion people. They're estimating at this growth rate and the fluctuations that they see in the year 2057 will be at 10 billion people. The fact of the matter is that there's plenty enough room for all the humans that ever wanted to be on this planet on this planet. It's how we use the planet. It's how we use our spaces that creates the problem. Not that we're here. Does the free market figure that out? I think that um, nature figures that out and it already is figuring it out. Mm, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. One year ago today, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? One year ago last week, you had just come back from your girls weekend. Mm -hmm. Guess where we are right now? I just came back. In last year's episode, 2.15, you described the weekend as a bunch of women getting everything they want. That's true. Still true? Pretty much. Yep. You know, I certainly did what I wanted. Niche. I like basically laid in bed and uh, went to market days and laid by the river. That's pretty, and ate some food, but not even that ridiculously much. I went to this place called the Leaning Pear. Uh-huh. And my idea was I just wanted to have a birthday cocktail and the girls had gone and done something else. So I was on my own, but this place's bar is on the outside yeah. where you could like sit and wait for your table or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was just so much fun, the people watching. And then, and then I was, must have been this brilliant little birthday girl because everybody was talking to me and then I got a drink bought for me. And... That's ever, okay. <laughs> That's nothing to do with your birthday. That's Aislinn. It was fun. And drawing people I got her. new boots. I got these your awesome. Boots, they're great. They're so awesome, right? Those are boots that if I saw them at a market days like that, yeah. I would buy them for you if the size was right. Yeah. Those are Aislinn boots. Well, the theory on that one was that I saw them, first of all, and the price point that they were at was the exact same price point as some other ones that I had bought a few years ago. And I wear boots. I mean, yeah. if I'm not wearing rubber boots working, then I'm wearing nicer boots working. <laughs> I have bought two new pair of boots since we've moved to the farm. Yeah. So my daughter who's... We wear boots. Yeah, we wear boots. My daughter who is now headed to college and wants to have a pair of boots when she goes to college. Oh, I bet she eyeballed those boots. Well, she has already taken over my other boots that I had. Oh, right. My corrals. Yeah. So because she had taken them over, I had decided that I deserved for my birthday, <laughs> these boots, fun shopping, you know, doing what I wanted. It was great. Also in episode 2.15, you mentioned that you made some kale chips and some deviled eggs to take with you. I've got comments on both. Number one, where's my kale chips at? <laughs> well, the dehydrator is almost always busy 
drying out herbs and stuff like that. And, you know, the other thing is, is that I'm doing all of those big larder orders. <laughs> all your stuff's flying out the door. Yeah, I'm delivering these big orders to restaurants and all these families. And so I'm making really nice mixes. And any kale that I have that I'm harvesting, it's going all in there. But I haven't harvested us a round of kale. And I do have some really nice kale that is starting to come off. So I'll just do that and get us some. Now, the deviled eggs you took last year, mm-hmm. with 21 hens, mm-hmm. we're getting a shitload of eggs. Mm-hmm. It is time to make some deviled eggs. Let's do it. I made a chicken salad to take up there, and I used a bunch of eggs for that. I'm in a nice routine with the chickens. What I'm doing in the morning, gathering their eggs at night. We're getting nine a day, which is low. It's a daylight hours. It's all about daylight hours. Yep. So when the spring comes around, ooh-wee. Well, we got eight more chicks that are going to be laying in about four months. And they'll lay on the early side because of all the other hormonal hens we have. You moving all these eggs? Oh, heck yeah. Think about these orders I have going out the door, and they all want eggs. Your mom needed a couple eggs the other night for a thing, Mm -hmm. and she said, I want large eggs. Uh Oh, yeah, and you're like, I gotcha. (laughs) It's really when I started paying attention to the idea of that we're getting two little banty eggs a day. Yeah. Like tiny little eggs. Yeah. And then two whoppers. Yeah. It's Just fun different to... types of eggs, different types of chicks out there. Hey, don't you think the new rooster kite is so much fun? What did you buy us? It's fantastic. So I had been looking at the metal poles that you stick in the ground that have all these spinning whirlies. Spin yeah. and... and I still think we should get one of those. Oh, I think we should have all of it. But those are on the like, oh, we really want to find the right one mm-hmm. because they are expensive and we want to get a good one and we, we want, want to, make it to it fall look into nice. our life correctly. Exactly. Well, this one fell into our life correctly. This rooster did. Because I went to Port Aransas. We actually went over there to celebrate my birthday. Yes, we did. And I went to spend some time with my uh, nephew in his little garden. And he's six. So gardening's fun. But Auntie showing up with a cool toy also is even way cooler. So I stopped at the kite store, which is... You've heard me say week after week after week that I do not go to the store. I do not shop, but I have stores that I go to. And this is one of those. If I'm in Port Aransas, I'm, it's so easy to talk me into going in the kite store. That kite store is so incredible. We're going to post it on all of our social media. It's amazing. It is. It's so much fun. Port so, A Kite Shop. Fly it or something like that. I don't even know. The, the owner, he talked to me for a while. And I went in and he's like, he was talking to this other lady and she was from out of town. So you've got a shop here where you've got basically your locals and then you've got your tourists. And I'm not like a local local, but I'm pretty local. So And locals need kites on the beach because they, they use them as markers. Right. And this is the place where you buy them. It's this such a great place. This place has got all the flags, all the garden like spinny thingies, all the things. It's everything. So I go through this place and I'm looking at all the little like characters that a six-year-old boy would like. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also a price point that makes sense, you mm-hmm. know, six-year-old nephew birthday, you know, and there's chickens. And of course, I'm in love with the chickens. And then I see this ginormous rooster one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I love it. I want it so bad. And then I'm like, it's not for me. It's not my birthday. Actually, technically it was my birthday. <laughs> so, <laughs> But if I can justify this as a hawk deterrent. This is exactly what happened. It's amazing. Yes. So I, it's big. It's, and so I got so excited that as soon as I got home on Tuesday morning, I started putting it together and you, you put it up that morning for me and the sun was coming up and the chickens were all out pecking around and there's these amazing windmills in the background and then this rooster sticking up in the air with his like windmill 
tail yeah. flying in the wind. And the idea is that he will help us kind of distract and just make noise and just make to keep the hawk from it's being motion. interested it's, in. It's motion yeah. that is a deterrent for hawks. My owl came in. So I'm yes. putting that up this weekend. It's got a head that moves around. It's pretty cool, actually. When I saw it, I was like, hey, he's pretty cool. I the rooster, the owl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is fun. You this and me banging pots and pans. <laughs> I see the rooster, and then I'm like, no, nope, not getting the rooster. I got to find the right one for six-year-old Jack. And they've got a shark. And I'm like, okay, sharks are cool. But he's already a coastal kid. And I know he's already got eight billion shark things. Mm -hmm. So I see this alligator. And you guys have heard the story because we told it a few weeks back about how his mom made alligator curry. Oh my God, I'm getting him an alligator. Perfect. And it was the funnest thing. I will definitely share the video with you guys because he enjoyed it so much. When I got it all put together and you know me, like can't follow the directions. I'm putting things on backwards and I'm trying to stay focused while Jack's over there like, ha, ha, that, that happened. Yeah. I'm going to get on the gator. I'm going to get on the gator. Yeah. I'm going to put it on. Is it done? Is it done? Is it done? Here, touch everything and move everything and don't drop that screw and oh, hold on. And trying to be like the cool auntie, like everything's fine. This is fun. We're putting a gator together. You know, all that. All of a sudden, the wind just starts blowing and he is just like the most excited. It is so much fun. So, and that was, of course, after we had hung out for like a while planting his little garden. And that was a great, I had so much fun planting it's that garden. A with him. Is it raised? Yeah, it's, it's just a raised one of those. Four little, by four. And then they've got a little trellis on the back of it. Mm -hmm. The rosemary was still there. So the rosemary was in there because, you know, the rosemary is going to stay alive no matter what. He goes, My pumpkin plant died. And I said, well, that's okay, because it's not, it's not really pumpkin season now, so we'll plant pumpkins at another time. I said, but I brought you all kinds of things to plant. I brought you lettuce, and he's like, oh, I like lettuce, and broccoli and cauliflower. Oh, yeah, I like broccoli and cauliflower. And then I taught him about the yarrow plant, which is so much fun, because he's such a freaking smart kid. Mm -hmm. Later on, the, the main story that he told my mom after he took my mom out there to show her the garden. The story of the garden was... The story of the garden. This was, one thing. Yes, there was two things, but this was the one where he goes... It's a magic plant. <laughs> and he goes like this. If you cut your finger, you wrap it up with it, and then you put some tape or a Band-Aid on it, and it makes the bleeding stop. That's the truth. He I told you that? And she goes, yes, he did. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm the best aunt ever. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and he also was super excited about the fact that he had sugar snap peas planted on his trellis back there because he loves to eat sugar snap peas. Y'all did that peas. the other day, too? Yes. Great. We did. So I got him all fixed up and I told him, we planted your carrots and I said, okay, we're going to write it on your school calendar, 14 days. You have to water your carrots every day for 14 days. And when you do that, you're going to start seeing all your other flowers that we planted and your radishes and all your peas, everything's going to start sprouting, but for sure your carrots are going to start sprouting. So you have to water every day for 14 days. Have you reminded him? I haven't yet, but he was writing it on his school calendar so that he could keep up with it every mm -hmm. single day. Such a smart kid. I had so much fun just like hanging out with him. And the whole reason we went out, like I said, was because I had been out of town for my birthday and my family likes to have birthday meals with each of us, whoever's birthday it is. Sure. I really like to keep it simple. I'm. You told me this year, I don't want a party. I don't want a surprise party. I want maybe, maybe exactly what we did. Low key. It, exactly. Family. So my brother starts looking at all the different places and of course picking a restaurant with me is a challenge because mm -hmm. of my gluten-free and because of this and that and whatever. But it's also Monday night on the island, which yeah. it's island time and That's, exactly. Yeah, they have hairstylist hours. And we were very happy with what ended up coming up. It was a place called Grumbles. Grumbles. And I had a glass of Prosecco and 
I ordered blackened redfish. Yes. Nice salad. Yes. I thought the food was great. Lily had like a tuna bowl. Uh Uh-huh. Her dish is the one at the table, a little game I play. What should I have ordered? Uh Uh-huh. That tuna bowl looked fantastic. Actually, the tuna bowl was kind of how we ended up there because John was flipping through his phone looking at all the places and he said, oh man, Grumbles has a tuna bowl now. We're going to go check that out. So yeah, we'll have to go back again and try the tuna bowl. You had fish tacos. I had fish tacos. Yeah. And Savannah, what did Savannah have? Chicken Caesar salad. Oh, okay. Yeah. She loves Caesar salad. I heard all about it. Like she could eat nothing but Caesar salad for the rest of her life. <laughs> However, I can get vegetables in that girl. <sighs> that's it. That's, yeah. Your mom got hush puppies. Oh, that's right. I, I love couldn't hush eat that. puppies, man. I'll eat a hush puppy. They said they were famous ones. Were they famous enough to be delicious enough to be famous? You should eat at Grumbles. And I'm not going to talk about the hush puppies. Okay. Something happened at the table that we haven't talked about, uh-huh. but I wanted to bring up. I guess I didn't realize how your brother and his wife were really taking as much care as they do about the food that he eats and sugar intake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I just didn't realize that. Always. They've always been real particular about what he eats. I was really impressed by all of that. Mm -hmm. Because it's so opposite what everyone else does. Mm -hmm. Your brother said, do you realize kids give their like four and five-year-olds Coke? Like Coke. Yeah, yeah, like it was a weird thing. I go into a convenience store when I get gas. You see all kinds of things. Yeah, it's just They impressed the hell out of me. And maybe I should have known all of that. I guess I just hadn't put two and two together. That's the thing. They've been real particular about that. That's good parenting. I mean, he's still, if we're having a regular dinner, a family meal, Uh she will make him a plate. But she also always has available for him sweet peppers and mozzarella cheese. That kid eats vegetables. He does. Uh, he, they did it right. I didn't do it right with my kids. He eats bell peppers, little sweet. And it, it was a fun conversation because I was talking to him about it, what we we're growing. And it was fun to talk to him about when I, when I say this is a purple cauliflower and this one's a broccoli. And then I go, oh, did you want to plant some sugar snap peas? I love sugar snap peas. Yeah. I know that he eats all that stuff. I just didn't do it that way. Well, Until I met you. Yeah. They asked me, so are the girls coming? And I said, yes, yeah, Savannah's coming and with Joe. And then Lillian's driving over herself. And John was like, oh, that's good. Because we need some help learning how to play Minecraft. <laughs> so Savannah got co-opted into... Jack got his first Minecraft game. Yep. Now, I know that our kids, except for Lillian, uh-huh. played Minecraft. Yes. And Savannah, who's still here, still does. Yeah. There are servers and Minecraft parties, and yeah. I bought her Minecraft soundtrack on vinyl, and <laughs> Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft. Yeah. So when Savannah, like, she had purpose that evening, I'm going to come back and impart my wisdom onto this young lad who I love, the world of Minecraft. <laughs> and I lasted, because we were all kind of like, it became an event. We were sitting around the TV watching her teach Minecraft, uh-huh. 25 seconds. Uh-huh. I just have no interest, which is interesting to me because my kids had so much. Yeah, building... they're just very different. Well, we talked about it last week, the idea that they're creatively expanding. Like, they can build entire worlds and we're telling them that they can't chew gum in school. Like, I don't even know if that's a rule anymore, but... <laughs> Jack will be fine at Minecraft because I think his dad is going to be into it as much as he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They play games. You didn't even hear the beeper go off. No. It's time for me to go tend to my stew. Okay. Well, hey, while we're in this intellectual vibe, why don't you kick over a question that we can deep dive into? So 
I just put my rice on. Mm. And I tasted that stew. It smells good. I it was a Frankenstein stew because I okra, you know, I did yeah. all kinds of things. <laughs> Mustard greens, I don't know. Yeah. I was feeling spontaneous and a little bit like the Swedish chef from the Muppets. <laughs> So I'm eager for you to taste it when that rice gets done. What happened to that guy? What happened to that guy used to make Photoshop photos of you? We need to get him to make a photo of you. Me as the Swedish chef? Yes. He and I had a fight. Uh oh. Mm. <laughs> Social media stuff. <laughs> oh, God. I have a random question that I'm going to ask you right now that you don't even know what the question is. So, what you're telling me is your boyfriend broke up with you? He wasn't my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, God. He was a side fling, maybe. <laughs> So is it any good though? Yes. And I'm timing this question so that we can answer it and you can go eat. I got some good bread in there and I can dip in it. I'm making rice, but however you want to approach it however you need to. Thanks. What book or movie do you wish you could experience for the first time again? Hmm. Give me one of each. However you want to play it. God, there were really a lot of books and now Wicked for the first time was pretty, I just was really blown away by I've that. I've never one. read but it, but you reference it a lot. I do, but but really On the Road by Jack Kerouac mm. is one of the, Into the Wild, I have a lot of books that changed my life. Give uh, me some more. Oh, I haven't even named any. The Alchemist, The Prophet, Siddhartha, Conversations with God. A Course in Miracles, if I could read them again and have that. I do read them again. It's an interesting menagerie. Power of Now. Wicked in there with those. It's fantastic. Oh, my fiction stories that I like to read are either dystopian or fairy tale retellings. Is it a retelling? It's like you guys know that I love the movie Maleficent or that I love Maleficent as a character. And the reason that I do is because we're getting to see that she wasn't just this terrible demon character like they made her out in right, like those the Disney cartoons. Disney cartoons, they were evil with no justification. Right. So Wicked is that. It's a and plot then, point. Like I've read the books. Why or, were they evil? What's the backstory? Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but like the perception of what's evil. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Because in A Bug's Life, I learned that the hornets were the bad guys. Well, now I'm sitting here going, not the the hornets are my heroes. Uh, every time I see a hornet, I'm like, yeah, you get them, get them. <laughs> the bad guys in Bugs Life were grasshoppers. Was it grasshoppers? Kevin Spacey. Oh, for some reason I thought it was hornets that like came down. What was the show where it was like hornets were the ones that well, were like the... in defeating... But grasshoppers, yeah, kick them grasshoppers, get them. The grasshoppers were the bad guys in Bugs Life? No, I think you're wrong. And now I'm confused. I'll let you know next week. I want to look because, okay, there was a movie called Ants that I watched That was Woody also. Allen movie, yeah. Yeah, I think and maybe it was they were, the Hornets were ants in the ant movie. I'll clear it all up for us. Don't but worry. then that's a whole nother theory because then I'm like Hornets versus ants. Like, to my recollection, Kevin Spacey and his grasshopper friend showed up and took all the ants' food. So they were busting ass to collect food. For grasshoppers and not themselves. So that they had to send. Ants, right? No. Then they had to send the one ant off to find the menagerie of right. bugs that came back to kick the but they grasshoppers' were, asses. But they were watching out for getting eaten by the hornet, right? It was. I, I, you got to check this out. I think it was a hornet. Because even still, 
when I went to Disney World and I went to the Tree of Life thing and I sat in the Bugs Life thing, there- I got stung by a hornet. That was a thing that happens. Well, anyways, my point is Wicked, Maleficent, all of those. I dig that. And I also dig dystopian stories. They're Hunger both- Games? Yeah, I guess so. But the Hunger Game books were good, but that's just because I like dystopian stories, not because the books were like fantastic books. Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is, is that most of my books are almost accidentally. Like the Food Revolution. Yeah. That was an accident. That changed my whole life. Are these um, all books that you wish you could read for the first time again? Yes, because books that will change your whole life. That feeling that is created the first time you're exposed to this fantastic art yes. or culture or whatever. So I named On the Road... And then I named Walk Across America, I think is what it was called. That book. In another life, I am certain that I was a hitchhiker across something. I walked. I walked. Because I have this desire to just like get up and walk off and just keep walking. (laughs) You like to sleep in a flop house. I always say that I'm masculine. I mean, I know that I'm feminine, but I'm also, my core is much more like masculine nature. My star sign, which is Sagittarius, is masculine. Okay. The only reason I'm not a hitchhiker right now, traveling across the world, like Jack Kerouac or whoever, whomever in all these different stories, hobos and blah, blah, blahs. The only reason why I'm not that is because I'm a female. That's it. That's the only reason why. And it's in the coding that I have in my head and the fears that I, I'm afraid of being a female have on the road by yourself. Have you seen Sullivan's Travels? It's an old black and white movie. It's about a movie executive who wants to tramp as research for a project. Yeah. But his identity is lost and yeah. now he's a tramp. Uh-huh. And he picks up a female companion. I'd like to watch that movie with you. Cool. So would I do it all over again? On the Road by Jack Kerouac. The question is book or movie. I'm going movie. Okay. If you twisted my arm on book, I'd say a farewell to arms. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I read that one. That one was really good too. That, that was that a great book one. book tore me up emotionally and made me realize that a book could do that. Yeah. The age that I read it. Yeah. You know, The Great Gatsby was one of those for me, too. I have never been able to get through that whole thing. I, I, I that was a, that was I a. Know, yeah, you're a Gatsby fan. It, it, yes, I'm a Gatsby fan. Right. You, we've seen the movies. Yeah. And Zelda. I love Zelda. The movie that I wish I could watch for the first time again is the reason why I've seen it 50 times. You already know the answer. The Godfather, of course. Of course. Of course. Yes. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. It is literally perfect it is the best movie ever made and the only movie that could be better that's only if the temperature is right is godfather part two Mm. they will forever be my forever films very nice i think you're wrong and now i'm confused Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dinner Table Talks. We will be back next Monday with a fresh episode. In the meantime, hit us up on social media, send us an email, DM us, whatever. We want to hear from you. And we hope that you're enjoying the episodes as much as we enjoy creating them for you. But I want the details. There were radishes. There are no details about the radishes. Turnips. (laughs) Oh, You were asking me to describe the radishes? When were these radishes picked? What went into these radishes? Tell me more about radishes. (laughs)